for another episode of Millenniax, y'all. Yay. Where we discuss current events uh, and discuss them from different genders, different perspectives. Just get a glimpse at what everybody else is thinking. Let's, uh, no, why am I jumping straight in? My name is Nate Jackson, Big Nature. And with me, we got Lena Jackson. Yay. Um, as always, we like to make sure that people know who's in the studio um, and your perspective based on who you are. So, again, I'm a strong black woman, Generation Xer, and I'm always going to be in the room with Nate Jackson. Which I am a millennial slash uh, Gen I. What do we. Uh, I've heard the term Zoomer now. I, I've heard that we're called Zoomers. Zoomer. I think that sounds better than iGen. What did iGen ever really mean? Uh. Apple trying to rule the world. But, uh, <laughs> okay, I, I, get it, I get it. I get it. I never paid attention to it. I, I but know. I didn't like Xer when I first heard it. I was like, why would you want to be an Xer? It was almost like being Xed out. It was like you didn't want that generation to happen. It was negative. But I think back on generations, and most of the time when people talk about generational differences, it's negative differences. It's never like, that was awesome. Do you like being a millennial or a generation or a zebra or whatever you guys are these these days? <laughs> Honestly, no. We're I feel like we all like sad and depressed for for no reason. Y'all are but, very emotional. Like y'all 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 tender people compared. But like yeah, it's like I I see the previous generations before I I, I look at your example. I'm just like. How the hell did y'all manage <laughs> to to go through all of that? We were latchkey all of that. <laughs> We were latchkey kids. We just learned on our own. You know, we had a key tie around our neck. We Ugh. had to be independent very young. So all boomers all the way to y'all. Like yeah. I can't see how y'all now if function. I was gonna be a different generation. I'm thinking about the good stuff though. Like I always looking for the silver lining, although sometimes the silver lining get tarnished. If I could be any other generation, I would be a boomer. Like a hardcore boomer. Ugh. I'm gonna tell you why. I look you with Boomers were like after the depression where things were starting to kind of come together like when right things after were, world war two like but you know what? all the way to the beginning of the 60s but everything was new it's kind of like after a storm and you get new flowers so they were coming up they were they were living in luxury people were having babies because they were coming back and flowers were growing and babies was coming and everything but the I'm gonna coronavirus tell you what was corona- something else yes it's coming back it's, it's, coming, back. it's coming back it's time repeats yeah circles right but the one thing about the boomers that I really like is that I will say out of all the generations they probably live their lives to the fullest more than any other generation when you study it I honestly get jealous when when a boomer talks about the psychedelic days but that's just they they was out there that was everything that was Jimi Hendrix that's partying in the park for three days without a bath like partying that's how that's grandpa's band that's grandpa the the mystery machine has always been one of my like mandatory future cops 
That's yeah. really what I want in a vehicle. That that captures that time period, mm-hmm. and they got so much to to teach. Yeah. They got so much. I don't to think teach. they was without their problems, but I just think that they really lived their lives. Like they partied as hard as they could, and then they became educated, and then they became business moguls and built magnificent empires as far as finances, and they stacked chips, and they the last generation I think that's going to really retire and actually see some benefit no other generation even like if you look at their memories they don't have they have pictures but they don't have pictures like we have pictures they was too busy living to stop with a polaroid camera and wait for it to drive for 10 damn minutes you know what i'm saying oh my God. <laughs> so i think a boomer but i'm all right with an exo now i'm all right with that oh man yeah times is different times is different uh we're gonna have uh, I think eventually, as time goes on, we're going to have a few boomers come on the show. I, I would love that. Yeah, they really do things that. different. But I just love them. I just marvel at them. But I I think I'm learning, too, about zebras. And there's some part of millennials that I like. They're a little bit reckless when it comes to entrepreneurship. Like, they're going to fail because they're going to try. They're going to... Because I think they fear the trap of everyday rhetoric in an office daily grind more than they fear failing from trying to do something independently slavery (laughs) 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 anyway I swear to god I don't gotta go I'm sorry uh, let's go on to the first topic. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go, uh, let's go to the first one. Okay. So, on me, and I took notes on a notepad last time. When I I know I I write my lyrics on my phone, so why not do notes on my phone? That was very Trying Generation X review. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> she throwing bows, y'all. But um, anyway. Uh, this one is a personal one for us. Uh, we live in Dayton, Ohio, and we have received word from the news. Uh, I, who did you uh, see the article from? I actually, my network actually has their first case of corona, and we also had a second case that's pending. So my personal healthcare organization has confirmed cases but then I, I heard from my sister that there was another healthcare system in the area that's had their first case so yeah folks uh, corona is officially hitting home mm. you're not talking about taking corona to the dome either <laughs> it is actually real it is actually a thing it is hitting uh, it ain't hitting hard yet hopefully it don't hit any harder mm. praying it, it don't hit any harder but um, it is hit at home, and so, uh, with that being said, and just the the experiences I've been having with this coronavirus, as you've told me, which that's such a generation I thing. But, <laughs> um, I haven't had like a big urgency about this, uh, but now you know with how I've been seeing people react to just inventory in grocery stores. <laughs> it's bad out here, y'all. It, it looking it's 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 not looking too hot. Um yeah, I'm glad you haven't had to go and experience this yet, mom, but 
uh, yeah, there was a line at Walmart for toilet paper that was non-existent. <laughs> uh, I don't understand that. I'll be honest with you. I don't get the correlation between the toilet paper and the coronavirus. I thought maybe tissue paper, you know, like from blowing your nose or whatever, might be an issue. But toilet paper? Why are we? St- I mean, I understand that. I wouldn't want to be without toilet paper. Don't get me wrong. But I don't understand why people are like hoarding toilet paper like it's gold, and all the crack mines behind. There are memes everywhere. There are memes everywhere. Uh, we got, we, of course, we got Cardi B. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Oh, it's out here, y'all. It is bad. But I, um, I do think, though, that generationally, you can see the difference. You can see, I'll, I'll be honest, when I went out or when I first told you, hey, we probably need to stock up, it's because those in my generation was going to stock up like but I didn't think they was buying out everything but the sense of urgency you know yeah and I think it's because like when you've been through something really hard you prepare a little bit better and I think that the age group that you kind of come through or that generation they've had hard times I'm not saying they don't everybody has had hard times like we have something that was kind of like a challenge um for us, we, we lost some of the manufacturers in the area, so you have unemployment become something big. You lose a lot of your economy. Like if you go up north to Michigan, like whole towns are disappeared because have oh disappeared God. because of a factory missing. So we have had that, and we also had like nine eleven. So we know about terrorism and stuff like that. And we have some other, you know, bombers. We have a little bit more of that than you guys had. You know, nine eleven. Y'all were really like young kids if any of some of people weren't even born in your generation you picked me up from school that day that yeah day yeah day. yeah you remember but you went out to play so nothing happened it you know what i'm saying so that's I, the type of urgency <laughs> i got y'all i don't have a care i'm it's, it's like that but anyway yeah. but i think that this is going to wake everybody up because i don't think it's the actual the event of corona that's the issue i think it's the aftermath the financial hit like Which, not being a, able to go where you want to because you don't have any next, gas that's the next uh topic you, you didn't even didn't even have to say anything you, mm-hmm. you just dove right in why are you looking at up though let me ask you a question you know like do you think that we're having such issues with things like stores being eliminated as far as inventory and all that because of people's lack of faith or is it because people don't care i mean uh, I think it's because people care a little bit too much. They they saw things, possibly scarred by things. It's a reaction. I said, fighter, fight or flight immediately. Fight or just flight. ran, just ran. And with that being said, uh, with the demise of stores closing, everything else. I work at a Cooper's Hawk Winery. That was one of the best stores that recently opened, and it's closed now, mm-hmm. you know, due to this but thing. Then, you know, and so it's like... Do you think about it like it's closed, as in it's never going to return, or do you think it's, it's temporary and people are going to panic so much that it might be burnt, burdened by lack of people returning? It, you know that's what I mean? the thing that I'm worried about, is the lack of people 
returning once it opens. I think once the summer hits, it ain't gonna matter because people gonna come and get their wine. But uh, that's the same with other places. Some of these, you know, other big brand businesses mm -hmm. that rely on people actually coming, rely on their customers. Mm -hmm. That revenue is going to crash. The stock market is getting this ass kicked, right? <laughs> But you know, like Coca Cola stock is down to under a hundred plus dollars, just under a hundred dollars. You can Ooh, just buy stock in Coca Cola. God. It'll be back, but you know, it's not going to bounce back tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's going to say, because I think, you know, if you think about the statistics that most people live from paycheck to paycheck, or you miss one paycheck, you like, you headed to bankruptcy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If this lasts 30 days, that means that people want to take three to six months to recover. That means that 2020 is already gone if we don't, if we just get through March. Man, April's looking kind of, kind of, <laughs> I don't know what April looking <laughs> like, honestly. But I cannot find this article from earlier, but it was, I believe it was MSNBC, mm -hmm. and they were saying that, you know, Bank of America was saying that yeah, uh, this is going to be the next. This is already a recession. Mm -hmm. They 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 did skipped it. It's, it's all we're already here. We just dropped. We just, just dropped. dropped. Yeah. And, and this is going to affect everybody. Everybody's going down, and so it's mm -hmm. like it's bad. Well, I think we kind of already were in a downspin kind of sort of anyway when you have big box stores leaving and everything moving to e-commerce. and We miss you, Toys R Us. We yeah. don't care what you say. We miss you. It's, and people were already getting to a place where social isolation was done without even an attempt to do it. Like, even when you were in a group of people, people would be on their phones and so you're together, but you're still isolated from one another. So right now we're, we're at a place where um, Butler County down south of Cincinnati area was already saying, do we need to get to a place where we have to keep people off the streets altogether? Like that would be martial law type of situation where you can't come out. It's, it would be like an episode of The Walking Dead. Like it's like, mm -hmm. I just see it like that. You know what I'm saying? New York, New York Square. Like I, I forgot where, Times Square, Times Square. Mm -hmm. It's already, already cleared out. Wow. Cleared out. This martial law thing, regardless of whether or not you think it should be happening or not, they do not give a crap. Yeah, they on some care. levels, I think they, they come don't. in it, and I don't think they've ever labeled it that at this point. But on some levels, I think they're doing. That's they're the doing direction it, they're heading know. to. Like um, the governor of Ohio, who's doing an amazing job. I'm not a fan of a lot of politicians, but he's not playing. Like he's like, we're gonna go ahead and nip this in the bud. We know people are gonna get sick. We get that, but we don't want to get so sick that we done lost half the country, half the state. Excuse me. So he's pushing a lot of things. Like if you can work from home. He want all businesses to put their people at home to send them home. And he want all businesses. They want to keep schools closed in the state of Ohio till September. That means if you don't have a good mm. online program, that student has to repeat that grade because we're two thirds through the year, something like that. Um, I, I believe that some graduations were supposed to be in April. Uh, Late April or May? Early May. Oh wow! Yeah, and and some schools were would be out by late May. 
uh, early June for, for those high school. College graduations usually college. June, first of the week of June. Yeah, and and I, I'm some of my friends are trying to figure out. It's like uh, I don't know how these online classes gonna go, and then I gotta wait once I'm done with these classes, and and some some have just stopped altogether. Yeah. Said I'll just I'll just wait till the next semester. It's not worth all the time. Yeah, I hope they get. And I know that I say hope because I know financially it's gonna be hitting. Oof. They're not gonna get all their money back because they offer something, so you don't get a you don't get a refund for something if they offered you something else. So they're gonna walk away from some money. But not all online classes are easy. Some of them, man, <laughs> some of them horrible. I I could tell you. Ugh, ugh, <laughs> ugh, do not take can... business online. I don't care what. It's... <laughs> but that's just personal experience. Do yeah, your thing, yeah, actually. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. So yeah, anyway, Corona's hit Ohio. It's definitely moving in. It's financially going to be a burden. Which, uh, which also leads to the next thing. Philly wilding apparently, uh, apparently, uh, the police are not arresting people over there for nonviolent crimes. So it's not violent fair game yeah but the truth is though if you think of the prison system they are already full and they don't get any money either and they already sick i guarantee it (laughs) right they're probably sick up in that population anyway so no they don't want to take anybody back in that they're gonna have to hold anybody have to hold so is non-violent crime fair game I wouldn't say fair game, but I think that they they're gonna take some liberties. I think it's gonna come to it anyway because if the recession is the recession, those people who are already on the bottom, you know what I'm saying, when the middle class drops to the bottom and the upper class drops to the middle, then you're gonna have robberies and thefts and stuff like that's gonna go oh, up. Oh, it's already game. That's the that's the scary the part. The weed man already stealing. <laughs> The weed man is the toilet paper man. What you mean? So, <laughs> he already think, but, like taking jumps because he ain't getting no money right now. Regardless, World Star has already been posting. You know some of the, these crimes. Apparently, mm-hmm. they've been happening already. It's a jewelry store in um, I forgot where, but uh, it was a jewelry store and it was actually getting robbed. Uh, the store clerk, she was covering her eyes, trying not to look at it. That's what like, she did. If you don't get your... <laughs> <laughs> you don't leave no, the store I right now. With her, like... If it was me, if I was working there, I'd push the button and stand in the corner and act like I don't know. Would you give your life up for somebody else's jewelry? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, it's like... I'll get a check, but I'm only going to get a yeah, few coins compared to this jewelry. act like I'm... I want to just stay there to an empty store and be like, uh, they came in. Uh, I didn't know what to do. Yeah, but uh, you can't walk away because you're still responsible for the true. store. I mean, but I'm not going to fight nobody. Like I would, Non-violent crimes. Non-violent crimes. Non-violent crimes. He didn't look. I saw the video. He did not bring. He didn't have a weapon. He wasn't like sticking nobody up. He wasn't trying to take nobody out. He didn't fight. He just took the jewelry. I'm not saying that I'm yeah, on his but side. When but you pe- when you the people who elbows the glass just to get to that pearl, 
That's a little out there. It's he like, didn't use his elbow against nobody else, so therefore it was a non-violent crime. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh god, he it's bad. It's bad he out here, y'all. But it really does go bad. I think you know, if we think about it, recession or depression, you think about it, everything goes down like universally. So the bottom gets pushed further down, the middle class, and blah blah blah. But one thing that your friend John says all the time is that we struggle with financial literacy as, as a people. Um, he says specifically I don't think black people, but I don't I mean, think it's I just know. black I think people. I think a little bit of everybody. It's a little bit of everybody that has it, but I think we, you know, maybe you, it's, it's more illuminated uh, on some black people. But the truth is, I think there's always there's like black, white, um, there's the fat, skinny, there's this and that, and there's green people and non-green people. And if you look like we're talking not, like vegetarians, no, or not like vegetarian aliens. Although, aliens, yeah. But I'm talking about Trump people. I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting into politics. And so, for those of you who are listening, don't call us and ask me who we voting for. Don't ask me if I'm a Democrat or a Republican. I'm gonna go for the man who's saying the right plan. And if the plan don't include my black butt, I don't even want to hear it. I for ain't real. voting at all. In person, I'm gonna do it online. Okay, so, <laughs> I was gonna say, but if you think about it, the biggest denominator in the decision makers that are being made right now is green. It's all about that paper. It's the have and the have nots. This is the greatest separation of anything from whatever politics, whether you right wing or left wing, are you this or that, you want everybody to have college education. You don't care who get a college education. It all comes down to green. Man, it, it's like that out here in the streets, y'all. Mm-hmm. But um, the green team will eventually be some somebody else. They're going to be a brown team. They're going to be shaggling coins because there ain't going to be no greens. <laughs> they're going to they're be stealing them schmackles out there for all the Rick and Morty fans. Yeah. Them schmackles. But anyway. But in real life, in real life, we do need to be more mindful about how we spend our money, how we save our money, how we, you know, prevent ourselves from becoming statistics based on the dollar. Use your savings out here, folks. Got accounts for a reason well if you know about it if you literate about it you, you got two accounts and tithe but I mean that's another yeah answer. um uh I think that we gonna um, take a quick break uh I don't know if I'm going to put another I might put another I think I am gonna put another joint on there so uh shout out to big nature all the sounds you're hearing on the intros and the ex and the outros oh baby boy enjoy the sounds while we take a break Oh 
this flight Welcome to my city River escape is pretty Take you by the river See reflecting lights It looks nice, yeah Hey little prick, this is my city Birthplace of funk Take you out club, take you out there Focus I see, do what you want that not be said, it's UDF, no 7-Eleven, now ice cream is tight Take you to my place, I make it nice How about the city, you want some mice? Follow my step, mm, yeah Hit that two step, cross to the left Sliding then off, mm, yeah Point that little baby, say you fresh to death Slide to the right, yeah Step, the heart of the city is your place to hold that is my city and I love it daily If you fucking with me then just lose the throat Where is your city? Welcome to my city In between and Eddie And I kept it up Even it's pretty Come on through my city Building so artistic Show you what you want Once again, we got the word of the day. The word of the day. And we going to implement, and I said implement, implement, implement. Some, <laughs> some slang in here. Implement. Sorry. I don't have the best, you know. Okay, I do, but <laughs> I mix it up a little bit sometimes, you know. Yeah. But uh, Before go. we get started, I have to give a disclaimer. Oh, God. I am horrible at slang. I'm horrible at slang, but I'm gonna try. Alright. She capping, but that's alright. Which comes to my word of the day. Okay. It's cat. Now, what do you think that sounds like? A lid. <laughs> so no. Cap. Okay, so when when I my generation, when you bust a cap at somebody, you shooting. Right? Like you, he got somebody bust a cap in his ass. That's what we would say. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's what you know. You get capped. Oh, he got capped. Like he was on the corner and somebody capped him. You know what I'm saying? So when I think about cap, hey y'all, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> when I think about cap, I think about that for real. All right. What does cap mean now? So straight from the Urban Dictionary. Okay. 
Uh, it is an adjective for this one. It is to lie or say something false. Uh, now, used in a sentence, he has, you talk about what you don't do. That's cap. Or, that's a lie. He said, he was going to kill me. Nigga, I know that's cap. What? I never heard that before in my oh. life. The second definition, basically another word for lying. It can be used like no cap or you can no say shade. stop capping. Oh my god. Bob. Who no cap, bro. I really like Becky. Billy. Oh stop capping, bro. For real. Ask her out. First of Nobody all. Nobody would ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Forgive, forgive me for technical difficulties. Uh, I mean, who puts? Why is Becky everywhere? Becky, yeah, Becky, Becky. That's another word later. Uh, okay, Becky. what's your word? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, my word is not as amazing as Cap, although. I think I like Cap from the extra generation when you would just bust a cap in somebody a little bit better than you just lie on somebody. Okay, that's just what I'm gonna say. Oh God. My word from the day is for John. For your friend John and yeah. for this current situation. You, you, hear, you hearing this, Johnny Bro? Johnny Bone, Johnny Hood Homie? Rich. <laughs> oh God, don't do this to me. All hood rich people are about to be revealed in this 2020 okay all hood rich people are about to be exposed or as my dad would call it ghetto fabulous ghetto fabulous see xers whatever hood rich um, <laughs> the urban dictionary says detrimentally expanding your income on luxury goods while neglecting your necessities if you don't have no toilet paper in these days Yo, Cadillac ain't gonna have no gas in these days. Or if you don't get no new fucking underwear while you rocking <laughs> that Gucci belt, bruh. Yes. I'm sick of seeing that, bruh. Yes. Come on. Oh, you capping. You capping. You capping. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It, it just hit it hit different. It hit in here. I don't know. I might learn some here. I might learn some slang oh messing my gosh. with you. That um, was awesome though. That was that awesome. That was for the hype beast, by the way. <laughs> you know, we I love y'all. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> throwing up the deuces, they can't see you. <laughs> Stop, you capping. <laughs> but um, shoot, uh, let's go all into the next one. Okay, we're gonna land on. We're getting toward the. Yeah, we're, we're getting some. toward the end. We're getting toward the end. This next one, this one I wanted to talk about because um, uh, you know about the subject later in this topic um it was a uh, deandre hopkins being traded to uh the cardinals now um i believe that he uh, had a conversation with his gm 
uh, Bill O'Brien mm-hmm. and that Bill O'Brien apparently uh, compared uh, DeAndre's actions you know the way he was acting the way he was handling uh, himself his personal situation and compared him to an Aaron Hernandez Aaron uh, Hernandez Aaron Hernandez A.A. Ron oh yeah yeah oh um oh now I was um I was hearing about this uh I was hearing about this on ESPN and you know it, it just kind of like cause we we don't have to worry about football getting shut down by the coronavirus it ain't gonna be all about coronavirus. I can't wait till this arc is over for all you MMA fans this is an arc mm-hmm. but uh yeah uh it's uh it's been kind of like on my mind like cause you watch the uh you watched the documentary on Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, it was pretty deep. It was pretty deep. They talked about all of his personal stuff, yeah. the relationship while he was in jail, mm-hmm. the kids, the, the his brain, mental, his yeah, brain, yeah, yeah, not it's, just the mental, but the physical of the mental. Mm-hmm. His stuff was messed up and everything else, but for an NFL player nowadays to be compared to that. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of uh, concerns me because it's like uh, I think that DeAndre Hopkins is a very, very great wide receiver and he has potential. And the Cardinals, they got a W with this trade. But do you think that somebody like this that does have you know a lot going on with his personal life? would be even comparable to uh, anything near what Aaron Hernandez was. Okay. That's... Okay, so let me just say, first and foremost, I don't know that that was said anyway. So, we're going to tread... We're going to tread lightly. However, um, I would think that if that statement was made it could not have been made in a good light. Like, he wasn't saying, you are the best part of Aaron Hernandez. He was making a comment that he felt, if anything, just looking at the the, the documentary of Aaron Hernandez, that he was unstable. Like, he was, like, volatile. The way they presented him. Now, remind you, the documentary was not... Aaron speaking. It was somebody speaking about Poor Aaron. Him. So you gotta be careful because some documentaries they're gonna give you the light that they want you to see because it's somebody else's perspective. That was a horrible story. Like Aaron's story was like deep and it was twisted and it was ugly based on the perspective. So if someone said that about me, I would think that would almost be slanderous for you to say that I behave like that in an open forum where other people might judge me in that perspective. Now, uh, I will say post post trade, mm-hmm. he did uh, go go tell his fans on Twitter. You know, we left on a good mark. We left on a good foot. We we talked about this. I don't have any issues with him. You don't have any issues with me. And honestly, I think he's satisfied only because it's like. <laughs> 
they might be solid next year with that ad, him and David Johnson. Yeah. But I mean, besides that, the fact that you know he did say you know everything is all good. There's nothing wrong here. We settled our differences. So maybe both people learned from the experience, whether he said it or not. I think he said it. I mean, the way that, you know, he had to clear it up that everything was good. But I wouldn't say, I wouldn't slander anybody like that. But maybe he learned that some of the comments that you say about people have to be. But at the same time, maybe DeAndre recognized that you might need to be a little bit more mindful about the way that you manage your behavior around other people. Because I think it's cool if you want to wild out you want to act a fool you, you know you're fine right. just understand there's going to be consequences and repercussions and, and sure it looked like you got the win I don't care how you get the win sometimes you just got to go through so sometimes you got to lose to win or look like you're losing anyway yeah it seems like he's going to be fine where he is it seems like I feel like the comment was just kind of extra but you know I hope that it did kind of make him think it's like maybe I do need to and maybe that was a good route to take was Arizona right right um, he won, He took a he, he, it looked like he took an L but he, he might have came out better uh, if somebody think about you like that and you gotta work with them all the time I would rather know on the surface than to not know that this is what they thinking about when they close the door and I work yeah, with man uh, that's a snake that's a snake true, I'm sorry true 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 True, true. No, no, don't be sorry. That's that's honest. It's completely honest. He, I guarantee that if anything, it's GM or or teammates and coach, you know, that wasn't the only issue. Right. You know. Right. 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 I I was talking to you before the episode. It's like mm-hmm. apparently got multiple baby mamas taking care of all his kids. As long as I ain't taking to them, care of them in the government, we about to be all poor. We gonna all be hood yeah. rich in oh, about yeah. five minutes. So I'll be oh, yeah. I'll be feeding these kids. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, like, apparently, all of them are in Houston. Everyone okay. was in Houston. And I can see how that environment would... You know, because you got eight baby mamas coming. You got back eight here. baby mamas, and then you got a coach like, I need you to run this route, catch this ball, That's a lot and give us this W. You know, he, our QB can't do it alone. But uh, but I, I'm hoping you know I'm not I'm not I haven't followed him, DeAndre much, but I'm just saying from from the perspective of sometimes you gotta have. A little fire in your belly, and somebody putting doubt putting doubt in your face might be just enough fire to make you go out and do what you need to do. You gotta have enough fire in your belly. Maybe he was too satisfied sitting over there. I don't know. I pray he get he he has a better situation where he goes, and that maybe he's more comfortable with the situation that you know he's in now, and he can focus on his talent. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Arizona hot, but ain't too much to do out there. But burn. I don't know. <laughs> I think people get really kind of confused when you say things like Arizona, and there's a thought that you're gonna see a lot of uh, dust bites and, and desert, scorpion and desert. And but there's but some Phoenix, parts of he gonna, there, there's some parts of there's some parts of Arizona 
That's just amazing that I would love to. I want to. I want to visit Phoenix. Yeah. I do want to visit Phoenix. Well, there's some other, you know, Scottsdale. There's some other parts of Arizona that people would never know. But you know, mm-hmm. we say that about Dayton. People ride through here all the time from Cincinnati and Columbus. They wouldn't know if you get off, you're gonna hit the. You know. This is the birthplace of funk. It is in the song. Yeah, it's in the know. song, y'all. <laughs> it's the birthplace of yeah. funk. But we could, you know, you know, it's little things. Sometimes it's the little things. People don't know when he's going to get down it. Yeah, I hope that everything gets better for him. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations and big ups to the coach. Hope he'll verbalize or at least change his behaviors. Oh, no. Uh, I, I, I pray he does too, but Bill, Bill, Bill and them took a, took a L on that. They, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have traded him, man. That's a. Oh, that's. <laughs> but let's future. Just, but we both know from experience, though, if you put a good athlete under a bad coach, it'll never work. I'm not gonna say. Nah. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying if you put a good athlete under a bad coach, it'll never work. You can put a mediocre athlete under a stellar coach and that and coach will make oil. that yes that man or that woman a better teammate a better athlete because you and get a the, better person yeah, too yeah because they look at you holistically but you know what i'm saying if you so i think it's better for both of them for him to be in their environment with coaches that line up with, with his talent and for yeah because i just, guarantee yeah. things kind of match up now yeah 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 things kind of match up yeah. so oh, everybody gonna man. eat this year everybody, everybody gonna, gonna eat. eat oh man uh I'm just gonna do one more okay do one more and I think I'm gonna stick with football because uh I'm sorry mom I know I know <laughs> thank I know. god he has a mom that I'm knows sorry. a little bit about sports but we gonna go ahead on uh this is just the last one mm-hmm. cause you know, I'm preparing for the axe uh, okay. coming soon. Okay. Y'all don't know what about is the that axe? yet. The axe is going to be a sports podcast that I'll, I'll be joining mm-hmm. alongside this podcast as well. Okay. And we're going to be our own sports analysts. We're going to look at all the facts. You want the facts? It's the axe. Awesome. That That's literally it. That's, that's Okay. But, uh... Yeah, uh, I'm going to go to the last one. And this is about, you know, Tom Brady. Everybody know who Tom Brady is. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, Tom Brady mm-hmm. is going to Tampa Bay. What? He's going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What? He is no longer a New England Patriot. Does he just not want to retire? (laughs) (laughs) She said that. I didn't. She said it. She said it. See, I didn't say it, y'all. He's afraid to die. You know what I'm saying? When people stop doing the thing that they love or they have passion for, they just go off into the pasture. How you going to die when you got six rings for your squad? No, but you know, but he probably, you know, he loved the rings, but he probably not living for the He probably living for the opportunity to be on that gridiron. Like, that's what gets him up in the morning. If you took it from him, he'll be hungry. That That's literally what he said to Peyton Manning in a recent thing they did, a recent video they did. It was kind of cool. It was just that, literally almost that exact quote. Oh, 
I would think that would be the only reason that I would line up for people to literally chase me and take me down. And you know what I'm saying? That's your job for people to to miss the target and hopefully your line to keep them long enough for you to to, to do what you got to do. But meanwhile, somebody coming at you, that's your job. If you man. wake up in the morning for somebody and chase you and knock you down, you got to love that shit. Excuse me. You got to love that. Social media don't like it. They don't like it. Don't they like don't it. like it. They don't like it at all. What do they expect? They oh my God. I see you already know how they was doing LeBron mm-hmm. with the jersey burnings. Uh-huh. It's exactly like that, except they don't know how to light the shit on fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, and, and what's amazing is that. Uh, but no, is he like, one of the few that's been at, in one place his most, if not all, of his career? This is the one trade okay so I, I, can, <laughs> I can see you know what I'm saying if that's you know you that should have been your bread and butter and your fans for all these years and they that's probably been some coach. kind of way yeah they got Bill Belichick so he got a divorce you know what I'm saying oh, so, that's everybody's <laughs> saying oh. so like, like you know what I'm saying in a real relationship whether you married or really divorced when it's split who does the children go with? The mom or the dad? You know, you got to the Who do the refs go with? Who the, the, well, the refs are always going to go with the money. And they going to go to Florida. <laughs> Just, oh, wait. <laughs> no. That might be true. Mom, wait a second. No. But no. the GMs have money and, and, but and the coaches. Not only good. that, they saved up to pick him up. I know that oh, this yeah. is. They've been putting money oh, in the God. Drop and your quarters they in. This, oh, my, they set up a squad for this. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, it yeah, was they a trap, the yo. They bought the rest too. It was a trap, y'all. Now I don't, I don't know. I don't really follow them a whole lot. Yeah, but I can see what a loyalty would be. The children would be mad. They're gonna stay with dad, and they're gonna leave him. They're gonna burn the jerseys and all night. It's gonna be that one kid, like, no, I've been with Tompson. I was in. Diapers. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And they could almost be right because he old as dirt. Like, he should be sitting there. But oh he not going to ever. As long as they let him put a ball in his hand, whether it's inflated or deflated. But. Uh, <laughs> Did you just deflate gate me? <laughs> <laughs> they going to they gonna let him keep the ball in his hand. I don't know a little bit about anything, y'all. I know a lot about a little bit oh of something. God. I just, I don't know. But I, I, I am a football awesome. fan, but I'm. That I'm, was awesome. I don't look at it off. Usually, I don't pay attention to what's going on offline. I want to know what's going on in the field. But yeah, he's been there for too long, and so they feeling that divorce. It's gonna be ugly. Oh lord! But you know, after some marriages, things get better. Pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, but uh, I think that's about it, y'all. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. Um, thank you for tuning in to. Millenniax. Uh I believe the next episode I wanna try to implement some more anime stuff. Um because I'm seeing some stuff about uh Boruto and, and Bleach. Um nobody likes Boruto and everybody wants bleach. But uh anyway, uh, we're gonna try to veer away from the corona. <laughs> Good or luck. Try to oh Good my luck. God. Good luck. it's annoying. Yeah. It's annoying. Uh 
just today. like the what do you do during your quarantine day 16 day 32 yeah. hopefully no day 99 I'm but, really worried about them kids who stuck at home with their parents <laughs> it's called Minecraft y'all <laughs> no, it's called crazy. Minecraft we all have at least a computer yeah. it's called Minecraft sometimes separation is good so yeah. I don't know it's kind of good. We're going to all get to reveal ourselves to people. Eventually. Eventually. Uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, Big Nature. I'm Lena. It's been amazing. We are out. See you next time.